0: everybody, on this episode of Guys Talking Sports, we're going to dissect the, the Golden State Warriors championship for the NBA 2017 NBA season, uh, discuss uh, Cleveland's uh, issues as far as what they need to do to stay competitive and, and try to continue their run to the championship for 2018 and what they need to do as far as trying to make sure they can stay in pat with the Golden State Warriors and also discuss other NBA news. another episode of Guys Talking Sports here with my man Al Quarles. Uh, we're here to discuss what everybody is talking about right now, uh, the Golden State Warriors and their 2017 NBA Championship. And we're going to take some time to kind of dissect the, the five games and see where things kind of went wrong and hopefully you know, try to salvage something from uh, what's going on here and give Golden State their props. But, I mean, what, what do you think about the championship? Where, where do you think – do you think the five games – was it a great five-game series? Do you think things could be differently? What, what's your thoughts?
1: Um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I just want to make sure because my video, for whatever reason, is acting up. Um, well, first off, let me say what's up to everybody. <laughs> what's going on? Because I i ain't say what's up to everybody, but – um, real quick, my take on the whole the the whole finals. Um but to be honest, I'm I really it's kind of what I expected, to be honest with you. Um I expected the Warriors to go in five or six games and to be honest, they, they did exactly what I thought they was going to do. Um not to saying that Cleveland was, you know, not well, basically, in these finals, Cleveland was definitely a little bit outmatched. Um, but I am really have to say that I wasn't impressed um, that the finals was really was, to be honest, the whole NBA season was a little bit blah, um, because there really wasn't no competition. And we talked about it before, uh, or at least I had spoken vocal about you know, being the lack of competition, everybody waiting for Cleveland and Golden State to play, so I wasn't really too thrilled of it. Um, of course, um, KD being the MVP. I, I mean, I, I really believe that he was definitely the best player. Um, not to say, not to take away from what LeBron James did, because the average a triple double in the finals to me is remarkable, and being the first player to do it um, is very rare. And I'm not knocking what LeBron James de- did in this finals. I mean, he did everything he could basically there with the help of Kyrie, of course, um, to help carry the Cleveland team, but it was completely overmatched. And um, to be honest, LeBron James knew, knew, knew it when he was talking about asking for more playmakers. So um, I knew – he once he saw what Golden State was doing – I figured that, you know, the writing was on the wall, but all in all, I think Golden State definitely showed that, um, they are a team to be reckoned with for the next couple of years, not just this season. And if everything remains the status quo, um, it'd be interesting to see how this off-season plays out. So, I mean, that's just my take on it for now. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought,
0: you know, I I stand by my original prediction where I say Cavs is seven. Um, I thought if Cleveland came out and played the style of ball that Cleveland played all season long, unfortunately, they, they are a very streaky team as far as when they're hot, that team is unbeatable as, as shown in game four. They came out there and just put the smack down from the beginning to end, put their foot on their throat and did not let up the entire game. Contrary to game three, when they were putting the smack down on them. But for whatever reason, the last five or six minutes of the fourth quarter, they just got really, really cold and they choked. Um so I gotta give props to the Golden State. Um I still think it's sort of a a cop out by KD um trying to join forces with uh the Golden State. And I understand everybody in the NBA is trying to chase a ring it's a different, it's a different uh, era as far as NBA and the players and how they go about seeking their championships. I understand that in sports there is no loyalty. Um, that, you know, the owners are out there trying to make as much money as they can. The players are out there, you know, trying to play and trying to win, you know. But there's definitely a sense of no loyalty, definitely in NBA. Um, there's definitely no loyalty uh, when it comes to a team, especially where, Players are now starting to form these super teams, or however you want to call it.
1: I know right now
0: OKC is really just kicking themselves because they had the natural, the natural super team when they had uh, Harden, KB, Westbrook, and uh, Serge Ibaka. They had a, they had a big four, and they pissed it away, you know, thinking they could do better. Try to bring in other pieces and if they did just try to stay the course and just kind of run with it, they would be right now really running the league because they're all coming into their own and I guarantee they probably would have learned to play together and been a, a bit of better team if they were able to keep that four core together and they were all under the contract. And I guarantee if they would have recognized the winning aspect of things that they would have stayed together and, made the money work just like KD is willing to make the money work now and go to the state because he wants to win multiple championships so on the flip side what does that say for Cleveland it's obvious that it's interesting that LeBron came out and said that he doesn't believe when he left to go to Miami he joined a super team that's, that's debatable I mean Dwayne Wade was still in his prime at the time LeBron was, this, LeBron was in his prime Uh, Bosch was in his prime. You know, those three were definitely three legit all stars, three legit top players in the league at the time. But they also showed that even though they were legit, they were beatable. And and hence that they only won two out of four championships. So, did LeBron really play on super teams for the past seven years? Not like the super team for Golden State, you know. It's, it's, it's debatable that Golden State has the best backcourt in the NBA with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. I mean, they're lethal. Um, Draymond is Draymond. I mean, he's he's definitely a triple-double machine. Um, you throw KD in there, I mean, that's – it's lights out, you know. So what can Cleveland do? Of course they're going to keep their core three. As long as LeBron, you
1: don't think they're going to keep their quarter. Sorry, I had to – I'm sorry for jumping in like that. Mm-hmm. But um, there's already talk about them trying to trade um, Kevin Love for Paul George. Um, but
0: why trade him for Paul George? Paul George can walk. <laughs> keep that and add Paul George. That doesn't well, make sense to me.
1: Indiana believes that they're not going to get anything back if, you know what I'm saying, um, with, you know, why let Paul George walk when you get some value in return? I think that's what the Pacers are thinking. So, I mean, they already know that Paul George is not coming back to Indiana no time soon because even whether it's Cleveland or L.A., he's definitely trying to go somewhere else. And so, if I'm Indiana, I'm trying to get pieces, you know, something – in return, at least of value, Um, because you don't want to be like, you know, what Oklahoma's, you know, city did and have KD just walk. Like if they, I'm pretty sure if they would have known, similar to what Indiana knows with Paul George, if they do not know that KD would have went, was going there, you know, they would have done everything in their power to get some type of value back. They probably could have got Harrison Barnes back, you know, in a trade or something like that. So, um, they're, that's what the talk is now, um, because Cleveland right now, they're, they're they want somebody to come in, and it looks like from from what I've been hearing lately, it's all talks been Paul George. Uh, again, I don't under, I don't see why Indiana would do it. To be honest, but you know that's what it seems like. That's well, that's I mean, what it's going. If you're
0: gonna lose an all star, you're gonna gain an all star. Kevin Love. Kevin Love could be an anchor in that team. I mean, they got a decent backcourt. Kevin Love can go back and be in a man. Because Kevin Love, you know, not saying that. If I'm I'm Cleveland, do I want a Tristan Thompson over Kevin Love? No. I'm not saying Tristan Thompson isn't decent, but I'm saying he's not Kevin Love. Kevin Love can stretch the floor. Kevin Love can knock down threes. Kevin Love can also um, bully his way. In the paint, though, he seemed kind of suspect in the paint over this past series. Just wasn't... But I I can't place all blame on love. Everybody was playing horribly in the paint for Cleveland. I mean, they just weren't – they weren't finishing, uh, missing
1: easy layups, this and that, you know. Um, That bogey injury killed them. Yeah. That bogey injury killed them. I think now they realize, like, that value of of having Andrew bogey would have been ideal for them especially in this situation, you know, I think if Voget would have been on that team, I think it would have been a different series. Um, not knowing that it would have been the same outcome, you know, maybe the, the same outcome, but it definitely would have been a much different series. Right.
0: Right. I agree. I agree. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Cleveland does in the off season. Definitely interesting to see the type of money that KD leaves on the table to help maintain the core for, or the core of Golden State. Um, I'm interested to see what Klay Thompson does because Klay Thompson, even though he's part of the Slash Brothers, you know, he was a number two dude. Now he's kind of regulated to, he's really looked at as a number four dude, you know, and how does he really (laughs) feel about being number four? When there was a time when you were the number two dude, where you were able to drop thirty seven in the quarter, and looked at it as that that other guy that complimented Steph. Um, so interesting to see. You know, he got two rings. He like, you know, I could be the number one guy somewhere else because I know my worth. I know my value. I know what I can bring to the table. You know, you put, you put a, hmm. interesting. You 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 put. You put a clay on the Knicks. And I know, know that sounds kind of crazy. You know, he's going from, from sugar to shit. <laughs> he went from, from Golden State to the Knicks. But you put a clay on the Knicks and, you know, you have a dynamic port guard in, um, in, uh, in Rose if he decides to, to play like he wants to play. Um, and you bring in Melo, you know, I, I – I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture Clay somewhere else where he could be that difference maker. I mean, I thought he could probably be a difference maker in Washington, but it wouldn't make sense for him to be in Washington because he's not a he's not a three. <clears throat> Bill is not a three, so it's like it is kind of taking one and this guy, it's sort of like a replacement in sense for Bill. So it's just or well maybe if he went to Miami, hmm, Dragon and Clay. Get backcourt. Uh, you don't think. You don't think so. You don't think that'll be a nice match.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it would be a nice match, but I think. Well, it all depends on what they do with Deion Waiters, number one, but um, I, I think, think that.
0: Wait,
1: no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that it, I don't. I mean, it increases Miami's chances of making the playoffs, but I don't think it does anything outside of that. Um, to be honest, the only team where I really see that would. That would be ideal for Clay. On all honesty, we either be, there's two teams really would be between Boston and um, Milwaukee. Go if he goes to Milwaukee. Ooh. with that with that, that team. Ooh, you get a healthy Jabari. Exactly. Ooh, exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, they would be scary. They would challenge Cleveland without question. Dude,
0: they—they they have. If they were to pull off something like that, I think they could be the number one. Because, uh-huh. uh, was it DeRozan or somebody's thinking about leaving Toronto?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, know, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be another interesting piece for Cleveland if they really wanted just to stack the deck. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, getting back to what you were saying about LeBron, um, um, that whole thing with LeBron, um, I, I, I'm so, like, all around with this because, you know, LeBron is that type of person that can write his own ticket, basically. Um, he he could command anything at this point. I mean, let's be honest, he's the one that brought Kevin Love over here when he came, when he signed Cle- when he came back from Miami and went back to Cleveland, right. because if you're a Matt, you know, he didn't want the team that was constructed with Andrew Wiggins there? but, 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 but do you think a younger,
0: more versatile Andrew Wiggins would have been more, uh, more of an asset at this point than the Kevin Love?
1: I would have to say, uh, to be honest, I don't know because if they would have kept Wiggins, I mean, the whole J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert would have been, you know, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been. That trade wouldn't have happened, I believe. Um, it would have been more situated towards like getting a power forward that could shoot a three. So, uh, to be honest, if you, if, I mean, if you take Kevin Love out the picture, just say for example, if you replace him with a watered down version like Channing Frye and put him in the mix that could still shoot the three and do those type of things, you know, would Cleveland be able to still win the title? And, you know, it's so many what ifs. But the thing about it is that LeBron writes his own, I mean, he attracts free agents, you right. know, that's, you know, I mean, he really commands, like, I know a lot of people say that he plays GM sometimes, but he, to be honest, he does because, you know, he'll put that Kevin Love trade, you know, in the mix. He'll say, you know what, I want you to keep J.R. Smith, you know, keep Tristan Thompson, sign them to these big deals, which got them in the reason in the position that they're in right now because they're capped out. Um, he does that. You know, all you have to do is just say the word and it's done. Like the whole thing with Tristan Thompson when he was holding out, you know, it took LeBron James to say, hey, look, you know, you know, we need to sign them. We need to get this going. We need this team here. And he sign them to whatever he needs. And Cleveland ended up doing that, you know. And in hindsight, you know, he's the one that says, "Hey, look, we need to get the I need a playmaker. You know, I need another playmaker involved." So they, what they do, they bring in Darren Williams. You know, they bring in all these these veteran guys in. Um, you know, to to try and to and the veteran players, you know, coming to play with LeBron James guarantees them the finals appearance anyway. So why not? So you know, they didn't take the time to invest in some of the young talent that they that they. I mean, to be honest, when they had DeAndre Liggins um, and he was playing for the, like the first half for Cleveland and he may have not have been like one of those, you know, um, um, prospect people because they eventually released them for Darren Williams. But he could have gave you some minutes where if Iman or junior wasn't doing anything, he could have. He was starting, you know, he was starting for Cleveland. While Jr. was down, so I think Jr. or Jr. your Mom, one of them was was down. But you know they got rid of him for Darren Williams, who absolutely didn't do nothing in the in in the finals. You know, so it's like you 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 putting you know with LeBron James, it's always you know talent is always going to come to him. Now what happens? You know, it's one of those you brought these people in. Now you have to deal with. You know, deal with them. So, right. I mean, that's one of the things. That's why you know, he has he has the ability to attract so many free agents, and you know, Cleveland is that destination now, where people want to go to win. Well, you know, now it's one of those destinations. Might, might now. Golden, State. Golden State now is you know, <laughs> you know. Um, I can't knock what KD. I mean, I, I understand what KD did. I may not like it, but I understand it because let's be honest there was really no way for him to really get to that point where he needed to beat to win a ring with LeBron on one side and um, Golden State where they were and San Antonio where they were. So, I kind of understand. It's almost – I mean, David West did the same exact thing. David West went to San Antonio first before going to Golden State this year to get a ring. So, you yeah. know. But i David, But David West is that role player
0: now. He's not that dude that was from 18 years ago. But still, I mean, think, think about what where OK
1: uh, OKC would have been if it wasn't for uh, GM. It's really for the GMs because but, they didn't want to pay the money. Like you, you and you're absolutely right because if you can, you imagine like that would have been a dynasty. Like if all was co- fully committed, like how Golden State was to say, you know what, we're gonna all be unselfish and just win this as a team. And I think that's what. To be honest, I think that was the issue that KD had because he saw what Golden State was doing as a team and said, you know what, I don't mind being unselfish as long as it's helping me to win a championship. And there's people that's going to be in that mindset now to say, hey, look, you know, I don't mind sacrificing, giving up, doing what I need to do. That's what role – I mean, KD is an exception because he's a superstar. He's the second-best player in the league. Mm -hmm. But – you know these role players or any superstars now is going to look at it and say, where do I really want to do? Do I really want to win a championship or do I really want to get that money? Now you think now you hear rumors like Chris Paul. You know he was running Clippers. Now he's one. They're saying that he may want to go to San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? So like there's going to be players, and to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised this year if you see superstars saying, you know what, I would rather just go and you know. Try and win a championship. Superstars that would be, you know, all stars. Would say, you know what? I'm willing to give up my role to win a championship.
0: Yeah, but Chris Paul also ain't no, no young whippersnapper. Either. He might have, you know, he might be still considered all star. But what's this? His tenth, eleventh year in the league, twelfth year in the league. You know what I mean? He started with Charlotte, and then to New Orleans because they moved, and then they traded him. So, I mean, he did everything right. It's not like he went about his business and demanded to be wherever he wanted to be. He played his course. He took the Clippers and ran the Clippers for the past five or six years, however long he's been down there, and tried his very best. Well, you know what? I gave 10, 11
1: years in this league trying to to take this franchise and that franchise. Okay. Uh, Okay, then let me ask you a question, hypothetically. Let's say, for example, um, let me think. Okay, perfect example. Let's say um Ante de, Ante de Cupo um says, you know what? This is my last year in Milwaukee. Um i um, you know what? I'm gonna just take my talents to Cleveland and play with LeBron. How would you feel about that?
0: Well you know what? LeBron is what, thirty two?
1: All right, now, nah, right, yeah, LeBron is the wrong choice. Um.
0: No, 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 But I mean, but LeBron is still considered to be that best. You can't tell me LeBron isn't that dude that can sit there and will a team to win because he still has that. Yeah. And I still have that for the next three or four years. Yeah. At a high level. Yeah. Um. But if the Greek freak decided he wanted to go to Cleveland, one – Cleveland would have to give up a whole hell of a lot unless he decided that, you know, this is his walk-in and he just decided to walk and go to Cleveland. Go mm-hmm. so it, But Cleveland would have to give up a whole heck of a lot to get that. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to afford to keep who they have in order to bring that in. Mm-hmm. So even though Cleveland would gain a valuable piece in, in the Greek Freak, they're going to lose a lot of valuable bench and they're going to lose a lot of valuable assets that will pretty much just keep them in the same – in the same status here. Now, but you also have to look. You know, the Greek freak is right at the point where he's still young and he wants to get paid. So he's not going to look at it from a money aspect. Mm-hmm. Katie got paid with this – the contract that Colton State gave him. And that's why he's willing to, to you know, finagle some money. He ain't going to finagle that much money because he want to get paid. But he's going to finagle enough money where he can keep other players there. Yeah. The Greek freak ain't going to want to do that.
1: No, but what I'm saying is it's a similar example to what um, KD did with Golden State because Golden State had to give up Harrison Barnes and a couple of other people that were in that same to equal the salary of KD. So if Cleveland was to give up like Kevin Love and um, J.R. Smith and all those pieces to equal the salary of the Greek freak, my question is that would that be something that you would be okay with? I mean, if they did what they had to do to purge their roster
0: to make it so that they can get what they needed, so be it. But what, would the Greek freak be enough for them to, to propel them to be competitive with Golden State? I don't think so. Because as much as I love Kyrie, Kyrie's got just some of the sickest, sickest handles in the league. When that boy is off, he is off. And when he's pressing too hard, he presses way too hard. And he causes – he causes more trouble than he does good. You know, he was he was he was he was he was hot in the second quarter last night in Game Five, and then he tried to do too much in the, in the third quarter, and that's what caused that run. And then you know, as, as Cleveland is trying to chip away, you know, bottom line is no matter how much a Greek freak, you know, post or whatever, he, he would be awesome. Cleveland's problem is they don't have shooters. <laughs> if they have shooters, they can't they can't match Golden State shot for shot, three for three. Deep two for deep deep two for deep two. They can't do it. LeBron can't do it. LeBron can win it, but you can see LeBron was tired. Kyrie, when he's off, he's off. When his jumper is off, he is off. But yes, you know, when he drives to the hoop, he's the man. But then he wants to sit there and think that because he drove to the hoop, and scored the last 12 points drive, and now you can sit back and take threes and think it's going to it's gonna hit two. I'm like, dude. I mean, yes, you're nice, but you're not a Steph Curry nice. You're not a KD nice when it comes to your jumper. It's not that consistent. So that's, that's what Cleveland needs. Cleveland needs shooters. Cleveland needs pure shooters. I don't know how
1: they're going to get it. Well, they – I mean, think about it. They have – so – you consider Kevin Love, Channing Fry, um, Kyle Corver pure shooters?
0: Okay, Kyle Corver is a pure shooter. What they be doing
1: the finals? What about J.R. Smith? Because he was seven from eight, I think seven from eight from um three point range. Okay. And a lot of people were saying that to be honest, they were saying that um some of the issues was the, that that some of the fans had was that, you know, he wasn't a, they didn't Tyron Lou didn't let them be aggressive enough to take those type of shots. <laughs>
0: JR streaky. Kyle Corver is nice, but for whatever reason, Kyle Corver didn't show up at all in the championship. I can't say, you know, I didn't really pay too much attention to the team, the games leading up to the to the championship just because Cleveland and Golden State was just doing what they needed to do. Um I mean Kevin Love, when Kevin Love is on, he's on, but he granted. You know, Kevin Love gives you so many different things. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love may not give you twenty five and ten,
1: but he may give you he may give you eleven and twenty three. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't the problem. Tristan Thompson was the problem. Right. That was. I mean, to be honest, that was really though, the 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 biggest issue that they had because not just the shooters, but when he doesn't give you the rebounding that like he was like he gave in the previous series like he was getting offensive rebounds galore but when you the whole game you get like four rebounds they expected a lot from him they expected a lot more from him and especially with the salary that he got paid like that should have been like i and to be honest Kevin Love to me was not the issue in this this whole this whole season not at all he did what he was supposed to do he played to be honest It was everybody else. The role players didn't step up like the way they should have stepped up. The big three handled it like they were supposed to handle it, but the rest of the role players were nowhere to be found. With the exception of J.R. Smith from game five this past game, all the role players didn't step up the way they should have.
0: Darren Williams didn't do
1: crap. Please don't get me started on him. I, I I, I don't think
0: he did crap
1: in the entire playoffs. Please don't get me started. He was 0 for 11 the whole finals. Literally 0 for 11, like uh, I don't know if he scored last this past game or not, but he,
0: did. He, he got he got some points. He he, he made a few buckets,
1: uh, but still, like when I not for nothing, but I thought that I I mean I know that LeBron needed a playmaker. I didn't think he was it, but that's just my opinion. Um, he, it's so funny how he I mean not funny, but I, I'm just amazed at how much he fell off from. When he was compared to being one of the top two point guards in the league between him and Chris Paul, um, yeah, just yeah. to see where he's at right now, just I I don't even know what to say. Um,
0: he might, but you might just need to retire. <laughs> I
1: don't think that's going to happen. Um, I I I mean I and to be honest, he was chasing a, a ring too, and look okay. where that got him. So
0: yeah, I mean he should have stayed his butt in Utah, but you know that's a different story.
1: When you, when you well, run, no, that, that was Brooklyn's fault who, for taking him. That, right, that but was Brooklyn's you, fault for
0: taking him. But when him. you run off a Hall of Fame coach because you don't like him, Jerry Sloan, you know, you know, there's a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. and again, that's why I, I I don't blame him for coming to for going to Brooklyn. I I blame Brooklyn for taking him. Uh, and. I could get on about my nets and management, but that's a different story. Um, But my point is, is that um, Cleveland didn't do, the role players didn't do what they need to do. So it'll be interesting to see this off season what they're going to do. Because truth be told, I really don't see them trading any of their role players because I don't really think any teams is going to take them. So I'll I'll be very, other than, to be honest, the only cap, I mean, the only person that they have that's um, available for trade that, would be, I mean, of any value is Kevin Love. Yeah. So I would definitely want to see how, what they do in the off season, what type of moves they make. Just um, see if they get back to where they are, to get back to where they were in the finals next year. Um, but I, I just have a feeling that this year is going to be a lot of changes where a lot of superstars are going to be leaving to do something different. Um, I'm just interested to see what happens next. So but again, congratulations to Golden State for doing their thing and doing what they were supposed to do. Um pretty much every I mean, you know, I I Golden State did what they were supposed to do. That's all I can say about that. Um now just looking forward towards the offseason, what happens there.
0: Well, I'm interested, interested to see how Jabari Parker bounces back. Uh, see if he can bring that that one missing piece that Milwaukee's needing because uh, uh, Jason Kidd and that squad is in a good position right now. They're gonna they're gonna be really terrorizing the league next season. Curious to see what Washington's gonna do. Um, how they're gonna build. They really played really well, and I think them losing in the semis, Eastern semis or whatever, was uh was was shocking, but. You know, I'm um, curious to see what Chris Paul is going to do. Uh, what's what's his next move? Um, and then I wonder, I wonder if DeAndre Jordan now is really kicking himself. Like, dude, I came back thinking that we were going to do what we're going to do, and now you're deciding to leave Chris Paul. When I could have went to Dallas and been the man in Dallas, and I I decided to come back, but. It'd be interesting. Interesting to see what the Clippers, uh, what the Clippers do.
1: They're gonna, they're gonna. Well, this is what's gonna happen. Chris Paul is gonna say make an annou- They're gonna make an announcement in free agency saying Chris Paul has agreed to sign with the Spurs. Then at the last minute, um, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Doc Rivers is gonna go to Chris Paul's house and convince him to stay with the Clippers. Allah like Similar to what they did with DeAndre Jordan. Um, and then Chris Paul's gonna turn around and say, I'm coming back for the clip with the Clippers.
0: Right. You think so? I'm
1: just saying I'm just giving a scenario just a similar like how what they did when DeAndre Jordan first committed to Dallas and then they went to DeAndre Jordan's house and then he reneged on that and they convinced him to come back to Clippers. I'm saying okay. the same thing is gonna happen with Chris Paul going to San Antonio. They're gonna to go to his house and then Chris Paul's gonna renege and come back to LA. No, nah, but I', I think that'd be the best thing for him to leave i don't I don't think I don't think and I don't think the is gonna do anything with that with that that considered the big three uh, no oh no 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 no, but like i said it's it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how things work um free agency kicks off the first of July, so uh, I want to see where that you know I just want to see what happens then um, we really don't have any other choice but to wait anyway, so um. With that being said, you know the NBA season is completely done with now. For now, so
0: it's all about baseball, baby. How about I was about
1: to say that. I was about to say that. Um, How about
0: them Yankees.
1: I was about to, say, to be honest, I'm, 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 I'm must say, I'm, I'm. There is a lot of buzz with what's going on with them. So, um, very curious to see what happens and see if they can continue the trend uh, with Yankees. Um, you know, I am have to admit I am not a Yankees fan, but there is a lot of buzz going around, so especially around in this area. Because nobody expected the Yankees to be what they're doing right now. Yeah. It's still early. Still yes. a lot of season left to play. For mm-hmm. you know, the Yankees, it can't be that hot all season long, but mm-hmm. their pitching stands, if CeCe Sabathia still, you know, comes and pitches like a rejuvenated pitcher
0: from three years ago, um, if a uh, if the if the staff can this stay healthy and the pitching stays where it's at and the Yankees just consider you know continue to win two out of three games in the series, uh, wow, they're gonna run away with the A's. But again, you know, Baltimore's still a handful, Boston is still a handful, Toronto they could turn around the season at any given time. Uh, Tampa is kind of kind of garbage. So, um,
1: <laughs> but like you said, but like you said, it's it's still early.
0: Oh, okay, definitely, definitely. You know, let, let's let's talk August September baseball to see where the Yankees are. They still talk about contending, then you know, then it's legit. Yep. Right now it's June; they can hit a, a serious losing streak, and things could be so much different. So,
1: yep, still I agree with you on that. Definitely agree with you on that. Um, but I really don't have anything much else to talk about right now. What about you? Oh.
0: Draft
1: this Thursday?
0: This what draft? NBA draft. Is it coming up?
1: Uh, not this Thursday. I'm pretty sure it's next week. It Maybe next week. I don't think it's this week.
0: Let's let just find out. <laughs> um, let me double check. Thursday, June 22nd. So, yeah, it's
1: next Thursday. Yeah.
0: We'll yeah. be interested to see.
1: Yo, it's mad talk about um, Lakers maybe not picking Lonzo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, because they just they just get, um, scheduled a second um, um, a second uh, workout with Josh Jackson. So once that was announced today, mad people was like, "Yo, it'd be so funny if they didn't pick Lonzo because they, they to be honest, they wasn't really impressed with his workout." So
0: yeah, they said he came in out of shape, but
1: you yeah. know. They
0: said yeah. they also don't, you know, they take that thing with a grain of salt. But you got to blame his father for all this crap. Yeah, if he well, falls, if he falls from the top fifteen or whatever, that's all his father.
1: I, and I mean, to be honest, I think that's what majority of the people. Because if that ever happens, and like the Lakers says, we pick Josh Jackson. Yo, don't you know that? would – I mean, that would be making now more must see TV because everybody wants to know what's going to happen next so um i could see alonzo ball going to new york <laughs> well uh uh who that would be very very interesting um very interesting as a matter of fact um i uh, i i there will i'm pretty sure there's going to be some trades before they we get to that point yeah. too Um, There's going to be some trade. Somebody's going to trade somebody um, before it's all said and done. So right right now, everything's just going to probably be quiet until then. So, you know, all these what-ifs and scenarios and everything. Um, I do believe that Paul George will probably be traded before the season season begins. Uh, Just don't know where. Um, But outside of that, you know, it is what it is right now.
0: Very true. Very true. Well, like I said, we got it's it's, it's, it's the dead of it's the the summertime. That means it's strictly baseball, women's women's uh, basketball, Um, Liberty. Yeah, Kia. Washington. Washington. Um, Definitely uh, all about football OTAs and. You know all the drama that's going on with football right about now. So it's the dog days of summer.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Out. Some Interesting things to be talking about. Maybe we can even dive, you know, dive into a little college football there too. So
1: yes, definitely want to do that. Uh, speaking of which, um, real quick, let me get your take on because um, I know I saw um, Clemson was at the White House um, for their um, presentation. Right. Um, Come to find out, Golden State says that they unanimously voted not to go to the White House. Uh, just want to get your thoughts on that real quick.
0: Golden State decided not to go?
1: All of Golden State decided not to go. Yeah,
0: well, Trump, Trump, Trump could care less. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I, I would have to assume. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Do you believe that it's going to be now since Golden State, you know, it's probably like the first team that really did this. Do you think that down the road um, other teams are going to do that now as well? Do you believe that other teams are probably going to do this as well?
0: I, I, I believe it. Um, it's crazy, you know, sports and politics, but, you know, sports and politics kind of go hand in hand. I mean, yeah. It may not be like the top top things that when it comes to the political stance, but being that sports figures, you know, they command that type of money and they command that type of attention. And when they talk about current things and politics, you know, the voices are heard and whether folks like it or not, you know, they have a, a platform where they can speak. So, uh, you know, uh, you know we, we're, we're definitely not the type of folks that we would want to go into the whole political landscape, but we all know that Trump is, not you know, from a uh, popularity standpoint, his popularity is very high. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot of
1: just a lot of stuff swirling around there. I guess they just don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I – and mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, although I don't know for – I mean, I know for a fact that, you know, like the head coach, Steve Kerr, doesn't – is not very fond of him. Um, yeah. Some of the players are not very fond of them. But, you know, like you said, everybody got their own dealings to deal with. And right? No. right now it's just not in the cards to do it. It's not that – to be honest, you know. It is what it is. Um, if everybody that you voted, so be it. Um, but you know, politics aside, you know, from a sports standpoint, they are still the champions. Um, so it doesn't change anything. You know, it's not required to go see go to the White House. So you know, they're still going to have their parade. They're still going to you know do their thing. Right. So um, I, I will say this. You know, um, st- again, still congratulations to Golden State. Um, good thing that the basketball season is over because to be honest, I wanted to see more willings and dealings in the off season so that it becomes more comp- competitive um, in this upcoming season. So, that's my spin on it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm 100%. You know, so
0: I'm curious to see what the draft and uh, the moves leading up into uh, September and October brings.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely.
0: Well, uh Seems as though we've uh, exhausted ourselves as far as talking about Cleveland and Golden State and the league and itself.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, I know next week will be an interesting show because we're really going to be digging for some information to talk about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll find something to talk about when we're dealing with sports.
0: Right. <laughs> well, if, uh, you know, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, so, so, Al, let everybody know where they can reach you.
1: All right. Of course, you can find me on um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well. Um, you can reach me at I M Al Qualls. Uh You can reach me again at I M A L Q U A R L E S.
0: And for me, uh, you can reach me on Twitter. And you uh, I always like to say that I give the wrong information when it comes to Twitter and I would like to give you the right information. And that's <laughs> catdaddy1963, that's cat Daddy 1963 on Twitter. Feel free to reach out, let us know what you think, you know, what things we can uh, definitely talk about, add to the show, uh, you know, questions. Uh, let us know if you disagree with what we're talking about. Uh, feel free to challenge us, you know, uh, you know submit questions, uh, concerns, anything. You know, we will definitely address it in the upcoming shows. So. With that being said, without much further ado, uh, we'd like to bid everybody farewell.
1: We look forward to uh, chatting again next week uh, with another episode of Guys Talk Sports. All right, you guys take care. Appreciate the support. Don't forget to subscribe, Guys Talk Sports. That's right. (laughs) Later.
0: Later.